Hi, Bellas, and welcome to Majorly Middle-Aged. I'm your host, Carrie Peterson. Thank you for joining me today. We are going to talk about a major crime that has been in the news lately. So we're in Crime Corner today, and we're going to talk about Lori Vallow, um, the case where um, she was accused of a doomsday cult mom uh, for murdering her children. So uh, this is a sensitive topic, um, but I wanted to give you an update. So prosecutors previously said they were going to seek the death penalty um, for her partner Daybell for his especially heinous, atrocious, and cruel crimes and his propensity to commit murder, which will probably constitute a threat to society. So you'll learn more about the two of them as we continue. Um, But Lori Vallow, after finally being declared competent to stand trial, has appeared in court recently, um, and she's pled not guilty to all charges, including the first-degree murder of her children, J.J. Vallow, Tylee Ryan, and her partner, Daybell's late wife, Tammy. Now, heartbreakingly, the bodies of her children were found on Daybell's property near Rexburg, Idaho, in June 2020, nine months after they were reported missing. In the intervening months, Vallow had vanished to Hawaii, where she and Daybell wed in November 2019. Vallow has also been indicted for conspiracy to commit murder in Arizona in the death of her fourth husband, Charles Vallow, who was fatally shot by her brother, Alex Cock, in July 2019. Cox died in December 2019 from what was initially ruled a blood clot. In his divorce filings, Charles Vallow, her previous husband, was accused his wife of becoming infatuated at times obsessive about near-death experiences and spiritual visions. He also claimed Lori had threatened to kill him if he, quote-unquote, got in her way. During her mission as a god to carry out the work of the 144,000 at Christ's second coming in July 2020, Lori claimed to have an angel there to help her dispose of the body. So Lori had reportedly believed that she was a god and her partner and then husband Chad Daybell had written several apocalyptic novels based loosely on Mormon theology. Both were involved in a group that promotes preparedness for the Bible's end times. Now both Vallow and Daybell have maintained their innocence. The charges filed were only the latest in a bizarre case that dates back to 2018, if not further, and involves other suspicious death and alleged co-conspirators, according to court papers. The complex case began in 2018 when Chad and Lori, who were both still married to other people, began espousing their apolytic system of religious beliefs. The indictment, which was shared online, 
describes how they began to endorse and espouse the beliefs from October 26, 2018 through June 9, 2020 for the purpose of encouraging or justifying the murders of her children and Tammy Daybell. Meanwhile, Chad allegedly taught the religious beliefs for the purpose of justifying the murder of her children. Now, Lori was married to businessman Charles Fallow, and they were raising the two children, Tylee, Lori's teenage daughter from a former marriage, and their adopted son, JJ, the grandson of Charles' sister, Kay Woodcock. JJ had autism, and Lori seemed to be the ideal mother for him, says Raymond. It was very difficult to take care of him, so I really admired how patient she was with him and how much she took care of him. Friends reported that Tylee's bond with JJ is something they will always remember. Tylee was really protective over her brother JJ and was kind of like another mom to him. But around 2017, friends say Lori's relationship with her kids began to shift. Sometime after she started reading the books of Chad Daybell, Daybell was a professional grave digger turned novelist and podcaster from Rexburg, Ohio. He wrote religious tales about the destruction of the world. Daybell was married, and he and his wife Tammy were raising five children. Some say over the years, Chad's religious beliefs became extreme. He believed he could talk to dead people and see into the future. According to one witness, Chad talked about dark spirits and zombies. Chad had this belief that some people who were on this earth weren't really the people they were supposed to be. Their souls had left them, and evilness took over their bodies, and the only way to release their spirits to heaven was to kill the bodies. Sometime in 2018, Lori met Chad Daybell, developing what friends say seemed like a cult-like devotion to him. Lori started doing podcasts with Chad, and soon she was talking about dark spirits and zombies and telling friends and family that she had been chosen by God to carry out his mission. 2019, Charles Ballow changed the beneficiary of his $1 million life insurance policy from Lori to his sister, JJ's biological grandmother. After almost 13 years of marriage, Charles Vallow filed for divorce. He said to police, she's unhinged and it scared the crap out of me. By the summer of 2019, Charles Vallow had gone to the police twice, claiming there was something desperately wrong with his estranged wife, Lori Vallow. He told the police, she's psychologically gone. Something happened to her, but no one acted on it. And Charles Vallow let his guard down. On the morning of July 11th, Charles went to Lori's rental home in Chandler, Arizona to pick up JJ and take him to school. He went into the house. Lori and Tylee and JJ are there. And so is Alex Cole. Alex Cole is Lori's brother. Alex was Lori's protector. He never hesitated to resort to violence if he believed he was defending his sister. Within minutes of entering the house that morning, 
Charles was lying on the floor in a pool of blood, shot twice in the chest by Alex Cole, in what Alex claimed was self-defense. So Lori's brother, Alex Cock, told the police he got between Charles and Lori and shot Charles dead when Charles charged at him. At some point, Lori and Tylee got into the car and left. Lori takes JJ to school and she comes back later with Tylee. Lori, Alex, and Tylee were questioned at police headquarters. All told similar stories of self-defense and were sent home. About two months later, Lori and the two kids moved to Rexburg, Idaho, not far from where Chad Daybell lived with his wife, Tammy. Lori's brother, Alex Cole, the man she considered her protector, moved into the same complex. Lori sort of viewed Alex as the destroyer of bad things in her eyes. He was there to take care of the problems. It appears one problem was Tylee Ryan. We know that in the spring of 2019, Lori started referring to Tylee as a zombie to at least one of her close friends. She had described Tylee as having a dark spirit. Now, Tylee is her daughter. Unbelievable. The last known pictures of Tylee Ryan are from September 8th. She was with Lori, JJ, and Alex Cole at Yellowstone National Park. The 16-year-old was never seen again, and two weeks later, JJ Vallow would go missing. Tylee was JJ's protector. Once she was gone, JJ had nobody. He had nobody to protect or watch out for him. The night before JJ vanished, Lori's good friend, Melanie Gibb, and her boyfriend, David, were staying at Lori's townhome. They later testified that they were recording a religious podcast in Lori's kitchen when Alex Cox appeared. He brought JJ into the house during the middle of the podcast. He carried him. He was asleep. There's a photo of JJ wearing red pajamas taken the same day. It is the last known photo of him. It was testified that Alex put JJ to bed in Lori's room but the little boy was nowhere to be seen the next morning. Across town, another family was about to get lost in the wreckage. And this is where Chad's wife, Tammy, was found dead. Her son, Garth, found his mother, 49-year-old Tammy Daybell, laying half on the bed, half on the floor. He said he ran over and picked her up and put her back on the bed and said to his dad, I think she's dead. His dad was pacing back and forth, saying, why, how could it have happened? She can't be dead, how could this be? What could we do? When the coroner arrived, the family said she told them it looked like Tammy had died of natural causes. The children, who say their mother was in failing health, did not question it. Now the family declined an autopsy a decision that would later cause some to question how Tammy Daybell really died. So Chad and Lori Daybell married just two weeks after his previous wife, Tammy Daybell, died unexpectedly. 
Her death was initially reported as natural causes, but investigators had her body exhumed after growing suspicious when Chad Daybell quickly remarried. Fallow and Daybell had never reported the children missing, and they did not cooperate with investigators before they fled the state, Rexburg police said. They were found in Hawaii in January 2020, at which point authorities gave Fallow until the end of the month to physically produce her children. She did not, and she was charged with two counts of desertion and non-support of dependent children. In June 2020, Daybell was taken into custody, and that was after the remains of her children were found on his property. Now, since the coroner changed Tammy's death to homicide, they were also charged and indicted with first-degree murder on her behalf, in addition to the children. Now Chad Daybell's children are saying their father was framed and had nothing to do with the deaths of J.J. Vallow and Tylee Ryan. They're speaking exclusively with 48 Hours in their first interview since their dad's case made national news. The time has come that we need to share our story, Daybell's children said. My father needs someone to be a voice for him, to let people know what's real and what we know. The children have remained pretty quiet over the past 18 months, but their children did attend their father's arraignment on June 9th. They wore masks and sat behind Daybell as he pleaded not guilty to multiple felony charges, including first-degree murder. Prosecutors are seeking the death penalty in his case. So this case has spanned multiple states, Arizona, Hawaii, Idaho, and of course it gained so much natural attention after the kids went missing and she wouldn't tell anyone where they went. And it sparked, of course, that nationwide search with a string of investigations. So the couple being charged with murder and conspiracy to commit murder um, are currently in custody their scheduled trial is supposed to begin in January 2023 at the Ada County Courthouse. Now, they did rule that the trial would be moved from Fremont County in eastern Idaho to Boise. And Daybell's attorney made the request for a change of venue, um, arguing that significant media attention would affect the ability to find a fair and unbiased jury. Um, however, it may be hard to find a fair and unbiased jury anywhere in the United States um, since this case has been so public. Um, another part of the reason for the ruling was so the Ada County jurors would not have to be transported between the two counties for the duration because it is anticipated to be a weeks-long trial. So the Ada County Courthouse is essentially providing them space and facilities at this point, um, they are working closely with Judge Boyce and his staff to ensure they have what they need to be able to try the case. Although the trial is months away, preparations are already underway. There'll be a lot of choreography that needs to take place behind the scenes, but of course, we are going to get a resolution and hopefully we'll get justice in a case like this. Um, there can potentially be hundreds if not thousands of potential jurors and so they'll need to use you know written uh, questionnaires and of course go through lots of questions 
um, so they can work through those. So because it's a capital case, it's hard um, to find people that are going to be able to serve for that long. Um, and if they have a position on the death penalty, that will, of course, preclude them from being on the jury as a matter of law. And that kind of tends to weed out people on that bias first. Um, and then, you know, they're going to be working towards finding if they can be impartial and fair jurors. Um, they are also figuring out where meters, members of the media are going to park for their satellite trucks. So there's a lot of moving parts for this. Um, security, of course, is another factor um, inside the courthouse as well as for the judge and the jury. So when it comes to the actual selection of the jurors in a case like this, they're not going to all be together. They'll likely conduct jury selection in batches over time. So we will have to wait and see. Um, but again, like I said, I hope justice prevails in this very sad case. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you'll join me on my next podcast and take care, Bellas.